Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to STR Unfiltered. This is episode number two. All right, so I told you on episode number one, if you didn't listen to it, you need to go back and, and listen to that because it's going to give you the whole intro and the basis of STR Unfiltered. And you obviously don't want to miss that, especially if you don't know who the fuck I am. Uh, but here's the deal. On this episode, I want to talk about being cautiously optimistic about how you're investing in the current climate that we're living in. By climate, I'm not talking warm and hot and in Alaska or down in, in Miami. What I'm talking about is the financial climate, the economic climate that we're living in today. I'm not going to say that it's scary by any means, but man, every day I wake up, I go through my morning routine and I see just milk prices rising, gas prices rising. It's just all this negative bullshit, you know, through all of these media platforms. Well, the problem is, is that's kind that's reality. Interest rates are at an all time high for us right now. Inflation is crazy. I mean, Forbes came out with an article last week saying that 51% of Americans are, are not traveling this summer. That's one of the reasons that our market is, you know, I don't want to say that it's down, but it's softened. As I talked about at the STR Wealth Conference, I, I'm having to work two to three times harder to sustain my 2021 numbers. I am 2.7% up in 2022 with year-over-year properties as I was in 2021. And I'm proud of that fact. Usually I want to see 10, 15, 20% growth, but I just don't believe that's going to happen in 2022. Does that scare me away from investing right now? No. Two weeks ago, I just closed on my second property in uh, the Western North Carolina mountains. I believe that is a very strong market. I like that market. I now have two properties and $2.2 million invested into that market. Um, My first property has been up and running for about three weeks. It's doing moderately well. Uh, Not what my expectations were when I put it under contract literally the week after Russia invaded the Ukraine, but it's still performing well and I will get through the first month with cash flow positivity, even though it's the slow time of year, that's a, a ski market. So what we need to do is we need to be consciously optimistic. And if you're like me and you have Uh, multiple properties. You could have two, you could have three, you could have five, you could have 20. One of the things that I think becomes really important is I think we've tipped over the edge of the the resale values and the bidding wars and the escalators and and the resale and the the retail, the real estate market, but it's still rock solid and we can take major appreciations over the last two years. So if you do have a property that is underperforming, I do believe now is a good time to sell. And really when I say now, I'm talking like the first part of June. If you're listening to this in, in August, this could be you know, a completely different scenario. So understand the timing is critical. Nobody can really time the market perfectly, but we are on the apex of entering really the first second week of what I refer to as ultra peak season. So if you want to do some profit taking now on a property that's underperforming, that's not going to produce 20, 30, 40, $50,000 in net income, you know, during the summer, then it would be a good time to do that. Because I believe that as we manifest and what most people do is they will hold their properties through the summer, then they will move into the fall 
And I believe this year, fall uh, and going into winter of 2022, will be the best opportunity for purchasing short-term rentals that we've seen in the history of the industry. Now remember, the, the history of the industry is not very old. I mean, we're in its infancy stage right now. But I do believe that we will see a lot of people panic going through this soft summer. And I'm using my air quotes. I'll do this a lot throughout the podcast. I'm using my air quotes because I don't really believe the summer is soft. I believe we're getting back into kind of a blend of 2018 through 2022. Really kind of probably like 2019. And we have to be doing a lot of off-platform marketing. The days of just being able to put a listing up on the Airbnb and Verbo and, and you know just building a cash cow or over. We've got to treat this like a real business. It's going to take a marketing strategy. It's going to take a sales strategy, pricing strategies, uh, optimization strategies. You know, just everything that would go into your typical brick and mortar business. You know, a coffee shop, a restaurant, a limousine company, whatever it is. We're going to have to implement those tactics moving forward. So that way we can thrive. And if you're not willing to put in that effort, then I don't believe now's a bad time to sell your underperforming properties. Now let's talk about investing into the future. Bill, you just said a few minutes ago that you've invested $2 million. Why would you do that? Well, one, because I had $600,000 in 1031 funds I had to spend. Uh, two, you know, you probably know me as the co-founder of the STR Wealth Conference with Mike Shogren or the founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. But what you don't know is Bill and Kenny's hot picks. So if you haven't seen strinsights.com, it's a new data analyst tour. And Kenny Bedwell, the owner and founder, is a member of my mastermind group. So I've had access to this tool, which I believe is hands down the best property evaluation research data set tool that we have in our industry. And I've been able to go through for the last eight months and, and with Kenny as he's been building out this tool. So it, it's allowed me to analyze profit, properties differently. Allowed me to look at markets differently. Allowed me to search the entire country at one time without having to have a specific address or a market based on gross ROI, which I can then calculate into cash on cash return. So I think this is something that's really important for everybody to understand. One of the reasons I have a competitive advantage is because I've been doing this a long time. I think you create advantage through experience and learning and education, making mistakes. But also I partnered with Kenny for the bkhotpicks.com. That's Bill and Kenny's Hot Picks where we actually analyze the properties and only deliver properties that do 15% gross ROI or higher to our, our, our customers. Here's why I bring this up, because nobody, and I mean nobody, should be investing in a property that's doing less than 15% gross ROI. So that means if you're doing a million dollar property, it should be doing at a minimum $150,000 a year. And I see a lot of people that are thinking, okay, I'm, I'm good with 10%. I'm going to do a million, I'm going to buy, spend a million dollars, put $200,000 down and buy a property that's going to do $100,000 a year. I don't like that. 15%, 16% gross ROI typically equivalates to roughly around 30% cash on cash. I do believe, that, I shouldn't even say I do believe, I know for a fucking fact that those properties exist. I see them every day. Every single day I see them. And a lot of you will be saying, well, but I don't see those in my market. Well, that means you're looking in the wrong market. That's why we've got to leave our personal bias away, right? You may not find those in Palm Springs today. 
But we've definitely seen them in Crystal Beach, Texas. We've definitely seen them in Western North Carolina. We've seen them in, in places around the country that when I refer to emerging markets that the investors haven't gone into and ruined those markets. You know, I mean, like one of the best places to invest, honestly, is West Tennessee. Not because I live in Nashville. I'm not a big fan of West Tennessee. I wouldn't want to live there. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Don't want to offend any of my friends in Memphis or Jackson, Mississippi, or Jackson, Tennessee. But man, you can still find burr projects in like Jackson, Tennessee, which is about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Memphis for under 40,000 bucks. You put in 20, 30,000 in rehab, and now you've literally got like 100,000 invested. And you have a property that can, you know, kick off $40,000, $50,000 a year in revenue at 45, 50% cash on cash. That's the real way to make money in this business. If you're fine with doing a lot of management after you rehab your properties, the other way is to really just be patient and find the right property that fits your budget. And so a lot of people think in terms of market first where they really should be looking at profit first. And that's what STR Insights allows you to do. So I think moving forward with the climate that we're in, we need to be cautiously optimistic. You need to make sure you have plenty of reserves to be able to cover carry costs for at least six months. So if it's costing you $6,000 a month, mortgage, insurance, cleaning fees, landscaping, utilities, everything, then you need to have at least $36,000 in reserves behind your operating cash flow. That's really important to me, especially after living through the pandemic. Make sure you truly understand the evaluation process. And if you have a dog in your portfolio, and, and what I mean by a dog, it still might be profitable. You might be doing 18%, 20%, 25%. If you're not doing 30% cash on cash, I would recommend that you get rid of it. Thank you for joining me on STR Unfiltered. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.